Hello everybody and welcome to the Purpose Cycle Podcast. This podcast helps you unlock the secrets to success. Welcome to season three. Here is what we've got in store for you today. So today I will be going over stage two of the Purpose Cycle, which is the realization phase. I want to say as well before we get into it, a huge thank you to everybody who has followed the podcast this year and I look forward to a very successful 2022 if you are listening. Thank you very much. Now let's dive into step two, realization. So step two of the purpose cycle is the realization phase and following on from the aspiration phase, which was in our previous episode, the realization phase is something that dawns on somebody it is that feeling of self-reflection and also understanding the journey that you're on but also making sure that you continuously look at yourself to improve as well now the realization phase for me hit quite hard because I had a, a lot of difficult conversations with myself in understanding the stage of my life where I was at whenever I went through the realization phase but also looking through kind of those objective uh, mindsets really and having, you know, being able to take a step back and look at yourself and and think, right, what can I do to improve myself next time? Or what can I do to improve myself for the remainder of this journey? In terms of having a victim mindset and blaming others rather than looking at yourselves, These are the kinds of things that really do hinder our process and our growth. So I actually cover four different types of realization in the book. And in each of these kind of forms of realization, it helps you reflect and overcome certain obstacles. It might be that you use one or two when you're reflecting. It might be a case of using all four. And the thing about the realization phase is that it continuously exists throughout the whole process because you'll be evaluating and reflecting throughout your whole journey. It's not just for for one particular pathway. And then once you finish reflecting, that's it, you move on. The reflection that goes with the realization phase is ever present. So the four types of realization are number one, situational. Now, the first potential barrier to your purpose cycles could possibly be the situation that you're in, such as a financial situation or a family situation. There are many barriers that I've seen, you know, from friends or family. Um, For example, you know, I was about to leave my job to pursue my dream, but, you know, the family, we had a child and then it became less difficult to, to leave my nine to five and pursue my own business. Or it could be, you know, the timing's not just right at this moment maybe next year. Now, a situation, a situational realisation is an obstacle that involves the environment around you and the external barriers between you and your goal. I always say about, yes, we can't blame other things, but there are clear external factors that we have to look at and take into account when we're making a decision or trying to go somewhere. Sometimes the environment isn't right for you. Sometimes the timing isn't quite right. Whilst I can appreciate that your life changes, you know, when you have a family or take on a mortgage or another long-term commitment, there's nothing stopping you from implementing tiny 
changes into your life. You don't have to make the whole big change. It could be, yes, I can't leave my nine to five at the moment to start my own business, but what I can do is I can start a side hustle that will eventually build into something that I can, you know, take into full-time work. In a world that we live in now, we have many different forms of technology that can help us achieve our goals. So it's not a case of, you know, anybody can become a photographer with a smartphone now. Anybody can invest, anybody can, you know, get fit. Whatever it is that you want to do, smartphones are incredibly powerful tools to help you basically drive towards what you need to do to succeed. For example, this week I'm recording a podcast using my phone. I don't need to have the big fancy studio like Joe Rogan. I can literally open up my phone and record my podcast wherever I am in the world. Now, whilst you don't want to obviously be staring at a screen all of your life, you know, there's always time, 30 minutes a day where you can work on your business, on your dinner breaks or or after your, your job, your regular job. Think about the hours where you're on your phone scrolling, you know, you're going through Instagram or, you know, you might be watching reality TV at home, which, you know, each to their own, but I just, I just think sometimes it doesn't necessarily add anything to your life, wasting those hours away. You could be on your phone starting to build up, you know, your profile, your followers, whatever it is, and using social media in a correct way to build an audience. The most dangerous thing that somebody could probably do with a situational realisation is just ditch their dreams altogether. Don't ditch your dreams just because the timing isn't right. Start to prepare your dreams when the timing does become right. Because for many people with difficult situations and environments in terms of time scales or, you know, financial restrictions, there might only be a small window of opportunity that you're able to focus on your goals with. And you need to make sure that you're ready for that to be able to launch, you know, fully into what it is you want to do. So if you're just going to put everything on the back burner because of the situation you're currently in, then that's not going to do you much good. You need to make sure that you're ready to catapult into success as soon as the opportunity becomes present. Type two of the realizations uh, the second form is a task oriented realization and this is an obstacle that presents itself in a form of a task that you want to execute for example you know if you want to be a multi-million pound business owner the task at hand you know sounds simple i just need to create the next apple or tesla but the task isn't always as simple as it appears in our dreams for example you know watching footballers on TV when you're a young child. You want to aspire to, to do that as well. Many people do. They, you know, I want to become a uh, an England international footballer. You know, it all sounds brilliant and you see people having the same dreams as you going on to achieve them. But the task, you know, I might not have the talent to be able to achieve that task easily. It may take a lot more work. Uh, it's kind of that realisation where you have those late night worries where you can't get to sleep, you know, what on earth have I got myself into? Um, Am I going to be able to do this? Now, it's really important to understand that you're going to maybe have some form of task-oriented realizations when you're building towards your goals because if you're challenging yourself, then it means it's not going to necessarily be easy to do. However, it needs to be something that you can objectively look at, like we said before, 
and break it down? Is it something that can be achievable in smaller chunks or is this an overly ambitious promise? Now I've done this before. I've um, I've given up on maybe some, some of my own goals. For example, I once promised myself I was going to run 40 kilometers a week for a month. Now, you know, in essence, I just said to myself, well, it's kind of simple. It's just four 10 kilometer runs a week out of the seven days. But I ran for two days and on the morning of the third, I went to the gym instead to lift weights rather than run. Um, kind of, you know, saying to myself, well, at least I still exercised. But basically I was I was trying to, to defer what it was I wanted to do because it was just too difficult. So now I'm, I'm getting back into running and I'm saying to myself, right, we're going to take it steady. We're going to vary the training. The volume that I run won't be measured, okay, unless I start to train for like a marathon. It'll be a case of just getting out there and building good habits in the initial phase. I'm, I'm preparing myself, preparing my body to train a little bit more uh, rather than going full throttle straight away and breaking my own promise. Because as soon as you break your, that promise with yourself, the guilt sets in, it's quite easy to just fall off the wagon quite easily. Now, it, it's probably, I would say, if I could relate that to any analogy, it would be like saving money. Because a lot of people say, you know, I'm going to save 200 to 300 pounds a month. But then, you know, they've got something on, they've got big events so that'll take some money out and they'll dip into it. Um, they might have still 50 pounds left in the savings, but they've taken a shortcut. So they've not actually stuck to what it is they wanted to do. So I'm not telling you not to dream big because it is good to have ambitious goals. But if you have goals that seem too far away from you, you can easily become demoralized before you even get started. So the key is to build areas in your life that will help you reach your goal, just like um, Sir Dave Brailsford of Team Sky, the cycling uh, coach. Basically, he ran his team to perfection, essentially, in the uh, Tour de France. And he also was very successful with Team GB. And his, it's quoted in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, his whole premise was to get 1% better each day. And if they could do that, then, you know, it will build up and compound over time. My next form of realisation, the third form of realisation is the realisation of others. So at the point of starting out in your purpose cycle, in your journey, you may have spoken to friends, family or colleagues about the prospect of what it is that you want to achieve. And you may have noticed a reaction in certain people in your inner circles. Some of them probably supportive and happy for you, but maybe some appeared that way or maybe acted a little bit indifferently and have kind of changed how they acted around you. The realisation of others is noticing the circle of people around you and how they influence your decisions and mindset. If you're looking for a health goal, for example, and they're saying, you know, come on, we're going out again this weekend and it's something that, you know, you know that it would deter you from your goals and they're actively encouraging you to break away from, you know, oh, it's only one week, it doesn't matter, then maybe it's the realisation that they're not going to keep you accountable. It's up to yourself to do that. There are even more sort of negative ways that they can kind of affect you as well. Um, I'm probably related to a TV show that I really like called Suits, where there's a lot of backstabbing that goes on throughout the company. 
uh, where Mike Ross and Harvey Specter work, and they, you know, it's really difficult to find out people's intentions. But if you're, you know, completely open and honest with them, you'd probably be able to see what it is they they respond in their in, in their reaction as to basically what type of person that they are for you. Rex Hudler, the former. Uh, baseball player. This was taken as well from a, a premise that Sir Alex Ferguson, the former Manchester United manager, employed with his own team. But it was initially Rex Hudlow said, be a fountain, not a drain. So a fountain would be somebody who adds value to other people's lives and drains take the energy and don't really support you. A complete contrast of the fountains. So the, the key is in life is to surround yourself with as many fountains as possible and finally the fourth form of realization is the self-realization and this is the most difficult but most effective form of realization it's understanding yourself and looking at your own character skills dedication mindset whatever it is and thinking have i done enough in order to achieve my goals a lot of people do really kind of blame other people um and, you know, don't look at what it is that they need to do in order to become more successful. They'll, you know, attribute everything to a situational realisation or a task-oriented realisation. But the value of the self-realisation is it gives you complete ownership and freedom over what it is that you want to do. The Ultimately, the power lies with you. And you can only, obviously, control the controllable factors, but making sure that... You know, your self-esteem is high, first of all, because it might be your self-esteem which gets in the way of you. But also making sure we're not getting too carried away with ourselves. There's a term that Chris Hoy, the former Olympic and world cycling champion, called the Father Christmas Effect. And this is when someone believes that they never fail and they do not have any flaws and everything that they do is successful. They, all, they often state things like, I never lose and post all only the positives of their life on social media. Now, obviously, when they end up failing, because we all do in life, we all have failures that we need to manage from time to time, it becomes really detrimental to what they want to do. You know, they completely discard their goals and give up. The key is to have a really good, positive relationship with failure so that you can have those self-realizations and that you're able to build upon your experiences and Make sure you fail forward and you always learn. You need to promote an environment with your closest friends, spouse, your family members can be open and tell you what they feel about your areas of personal development. You know, if you have a toxic trait, can you work on that? And can you develop into a more well-rounded person? Can you develop any communications, okay? All of the forms of realizations can be categorized as excuses because you're labeling something. But the great thing about labeling an excuse or factor, form of realization, is that you can put some context around it and you can work and improve on it, essentially, which is what I like to do with my own realizations. I, I ensure that, you know, I can try and attribute as much of it as possible to me and think, you know, everything happens for us, not to us. So we're not having that blame culture, that victim mindset. And yes, there may be tangible obstacles standing in your way. There might be peers who shower a lot of negativity towards you. There might be a lack of knowledge. 
Uh, it might be not knowing where to start your journey or you know what to do during your journey. But the important thing is that you understand. Surround yourself with fountains. Surround yourself with good people who will be able to be honest with you and also be honest with yourself and have that self-realisation. Blame culture is currently, I think, rife amongst the younger generation. It seems to be everybody else's fault uh, and the world is against them. It's not just the younger generation. I think it's becoming more and more due to things like parenting attributed to the younger generation because we're giving people excuses or we're wrapping them in cotton wool. We're saying, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. And that comes from that sort of negative mindset of the parents and, and other people. So making sure that you create that culture where blame culture doesn't exist. Now, you know, I could have, anytime I, you know, didn't seem to catch a break or, you know, felt like someone was against me, I could have easily just given myself, you know, that pat on the back and go, you know, it's maybe, you know, hard luck, you know, it's it's somebody else, it's not you. But it would have never have done me any good if I did that. And I, I have been guilty of doing that in the past, but it's all down to that crippling insecurity, essentially. And battling your own self-realisation is also like juggling the limiting beliefs that you have, which I spoke about in the aspiration phase last week. And having that honest conversation will allow you to take a step back and almost think, if I was giving my friend advice in this same situation, what would I tell them? Because we're all good at giving advice to other people, but sometimes we, we fail to follow our own advice. Now, obviously, we do feel as humans the tendency to rely on other people for advice and seek approval, but it's all about understanding what it is that you want to do and giving yourself that advice, making sure that you are your own fountain, do not become your own drain, okay? Now... Just before we go, I'm just going to tell you how to battle through this realisation phase. So you need to make sure that you have a mindset to turn that negative energy that you could create from a realisation because it's probably something that will shock you or maybe something that you don't want to necessarily hear. You have to say that this is happening for you, not to you. And you have that reframe of how I'm going to view the world through a more positive lens, essentially. Okay. Now, back before, way before the purpose cycle started, I wanted to sort of get better at having an audience, essentially. So, either presenting on podcasts or or building my own content. <coughs> I saw that as a as a weakness that I had. So what I did was I started to create YouTube videos uh, from one of my passions, which was golf. And it was amazing how much I kind of got the um, negative opinions of others and I let it get to me quite a lot. You know, people kind of taking the mickey out of the YouTube videos or whatever it was and I kind of let that get to me too much. But then I realised actually halfway through, well, why am I doing this? I'm doing this to work on myself and to grow myself and I'm doing it publicly. I'm putting myself out there because that is the best way to learn. And I ended up welcoming the opinions of others and turned those words into fountains rather than let it affect me as drains. That's the great thing about some, you know, somebody else's words and speech. 
you can choose what you do with the words that come out of their mouth. It could be something that is quite a negative comment, but you could grab hold of that and t and sort of turn it into a positive message for yourself. Reflection is the key to this. So if you're reflecting all the time on what you're doing, what other people are saying, and analysing things rather than looking at it too emotionally, then you'll be able to do that. Now, the funny thing was after I stopped making YouTube videos, I uh, was asked, you know, by many people, John, why aren't you doing this anymore? You know, I really enjoyed them. So you never quite know really what is happening in other people's thought processes. It could be jealousy or it just could be, you know, the fact that you're trying to make better of yourself rather than them chasing their goals. Well, I'm going to leave that there this week on the realization phase. The second phase of the pepper cycle thank you all so much for listening and i'll see you again next week Watch me not stop.